What would you say? I said I got a good feeling about this one. Man, I got a good feeling too. I'm about to That's smash looking cheesy this blueberry tea my. cake. So what do you got in there? A blueberry tea cake. A blueberry tea. A blueberry tea cake. Blueberry like tea cheese cake, cake. Ready to kick off the show. Is that a cheesecake or a tea cake? Tea cake. What's the difference? Um, doesn't have cheese in it. Okay, fair enough. All right, roll the intro. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, good, man. Welcome, everybody. Episode uh, 53. Episode 53, it is indeed. It's a... Uh, I was about to take a bite, but uh, I'll just hold off because I want to dive into this show. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about it as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, man, 50, episode 53. Nice. And uh, I'm feeling good. We've uh, we also received some nice feedback around the audio quality, so I'm feeling a little bit. We uh, did, we did, we did. A little, I, bit, I, a little I, bit pro over I could, here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Humble so, brag. Bing. So I was like, you know, like, uh, I got a, uh, um, a, a a new a new family member to the JTW fam, uh, fairly new. Um, I'd probably say maybe half a dozen episodes in. Welcome. So he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's the, one of the newer family members. And uh, he happens to be a, uh, without giving away too much stuff because it's obviously privacy and whatnot. He's a, um, I forget the title, but it's like a a, professional, a professional, let's just say like a technician of sound, audio. audio. He's he's, he's good with sound by the sounds of it. Sound and stuff. He he does stuff for a certain uh, TV channel and whatnot. So, um... He comes to the show and he's like, oh, hey, man, I'll, I'll listen to the show really good. I just, I just got to say something. I'm just, can I just give you some feedback? He's like, he asked really politely, can I give you some feedback? I'm like, of course. We, like, we ask all the time at the end of the show yeah. to give us feedback. And here I am going like, oh, so what is he going to say? You know? And he's like, he goes, um, man, like, I just got to say, like, the sound quality is like really, really good. And I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, yeah, no, but like, it's just, what do you guys do? And I said, look, man. I can't take credit for this one. <laughs> so I said, I said, I do, I do, I do a lot of things on the podcast, but one thing I don't do is the, uh, is, is this, is the uh, sound distribution stuff. Yeah, I said that's uh, my lovely co-host. He he does all that, and he's like, "What does he do?" I said, "I don't know," but he does a good job with it. You know, he's he's had his battles in the past with the Alfred and Garage Band, got but some, he got some scars, but some scars, <laughs> but he does good. So it was nice, you to know. Get, I, I t- it was nice feedback. You it was nice why? to get something different, like the, yeah. co- the audio quality, quality is show. good. It's because it's been on my mind on and off. I had these wo- a bit of a worry here and there about the quality and is it coming out good? And, you know, we lost some mics. Uh, we had some... Uh, yes, uh, we had a two-minute, two, two-second two silence. We had damage with some microphones. We got some new ones and I was a little bit worried about the audio quality. Um, but it's good to get some good feedback, especially well, from we'll see how, how old are these... Uh, like, what episode did the audio technicus come in? About, a t- oh. about 10 or so? Episode ten? No, no, no. Ten episodes. Ten back. episodes back. Max. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Max, so yeah. Say. All right. <clears throat> it was after. Because uh, there's there's, there's there's definite definite smoothness in these yeah. ones. Uh, Plus our smooth chocolate voices as well. I was well. just about to say, you got to give it credit for the voices. What's going on? Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, episode fifty three. So I'm super wrapped. It was a very nice feedback to get from the uh, the start of the week, and uh, I'm super keen because you know I'm not I'm not super. Super big on numbers, but someone who's driven and got goals and things like that for it's, the show. It's, it's good to it's good to watch them it's, tick. It's we're each and every week we're creeping up and exceeding the previous week. We're consistently been doing that now. So this this coming week, I also have a prediction. This episode will drop Monday morning. Okay. 
and it's giving me a new record for the Fortnite. Man. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. So it's nice. It's good. It just shows that there's good progress, good growth in the well, show. It's, and it's, it's really it's good definitely to see like people if you actually listening it, and enjoying it. Yeah. If you can kind of go, like, obviously, you know, epi- and, and any show that's on episode 50 in comparison to episode one is going to be, it's going to have different kind of attraction naturally. But like, if you were to like, do, if you were to press a restart button from say episode 50, which is kind of approaching close to the, the that one year mark hmm. um, of the show. Like what we're doing, you know, two or three episodes into the new year mark, like the second year mark, I should say, hmm. is like far, far, far exceeding our first, like even, you know, 10, 15, 20 episodes. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's good. That's good, man. It's good traction, uh, you know, was, like, or, like, like an avalanche. It, uh, it, it uh, gains momentum and gathers more, uh, more um, space. So yeah. it's it's nice. It's That's right. Very very nice. But, How's um, that a uh, tea cake of yours, my friend? Man, I just t- I just took a bite of this blueberry tea cake, and yeah. uh, you know I'm I'm still sticking to my food goals. Yeah, I'm, I'm eating well. I'm still on the down downward downward drop for the uh, for the weight. So it's a little treat. But yeah, it is very important. It is very important, my I'll friend. I'll tell you what. You know what's funny? It no, honestly, it is very important. It's it's good to be it's I'll good to be what. strict, but it's good to to do that. I was. Losing weight, sticking to my plan, everything was going good. I was watching my calories. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to bump it a little bit tighter and go a little bit more again. So I cut off another 100, 200 calories. Yeah. I was really sticking to it. And I'm like, it just feels slow. Like it wasn't progressing as much as I wanted it to. It felt slow. And I'm like, maybe I'm like too low on calories. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to eat more to lose more weight. To have more energy. Well, not just to have more energy. Because well, I think my body got very efficient at Going well. Hold on a sec. You're not getting many calories. You need to do something about these. Otherwise, we're not going to let you burn weight because you're going to lose it too quick. That's what I'm saying. Because you need to be able to store yeah, so energy to, to then like, burn well, I need more. To eat more. Yeah. So I bumped up my calories now to like 1,900 calories a day. It's a performance thing. And um, yeah, I started losing weight again. So I'm I'm cheering. So every now and then I throw in a bit of a bit of a sweet and uh, got a blueberry tea cake to go with the uh, episode 53. <laughs> the body does go through plateaus. I I always say to clients, especially when you're doing especially if you're not on a rigid like um goaling for this or i'm doing that if it's just this progressive thing you have to break the the pattern or else your body does plateau yeah. so but yeah. um yeah man so it's, it's a good i'm feeling super chill i um this this uh the day that the, this episode goes live the first monday i'm uh rolling into one week of leave so i'm like the, i mean you shared off. that with me like two days ago and i was like son of a yeah, Bitch. it was interesting because a couple of weeks How ago, how did he do that? Well, a couple of weeks ago, when we, when my wife and I went away for uh, our ten-year anniversary, let me just adjust this mic. Sorry if you hear any moving. We went away for our ten-year wedding anniversary. Yeah, and took a couple of days off, uh, you know, for that. And then I looked at my calendar and I was like, oh shit, I've got like a whole week off next week. And I'm like, I'm not prepared for this. I totally forgot I had a week off after I came back. But so wait, you, you I had put in it? leave before. How, like long I was did like, you, how long did you do this? This was like two, three weeks ago. I had planned to have a week off. Oh, okay. I was like in my calendar. I blocked it out. Like, don't, not, no work. I, you know, took, took, in, leave. took some leave time. Okay, sweet. And then I looked at the calendar. I was like, I wasn't prepared for that. I totally forgot. I didn't even know. Yeah. And I'm like ready to go back to work on Monday. And I'm like, I, I got the whole week off. And I'm like, no, no, no I'm not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> so I canceled it and I stayed at work. Um, and I just rescheduled it to next week, well, which is now this okay. week. This week, because you know the show is on Monday. Monday, yeah. Um, and having the week off, 
lines up well because you know the kids are on school holidays, going to spend some time with the kids. Uh, okay, yeah, so yeah. It's much. I don't know why I didn't do that in the first place. I just wasn't looking at the calendar properly. I just dropped it in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so having a week off, so which is nice to have a bit of a break, and that'll uh, take me through till uh, Chrissy Christmas. Xmas, Chrissy, I think it's Christmas a good time, time to have a, a holiday have a break. season. I'm super stoked about Christmas coming up this year too. Really? I'm so stoked. We're going to start playing Christmas carols next month in November. <laughs> Sorry, October. No, what's... We're going to October. Shit, I've got to wait another whole month again. We're going to start playing Christmas carols <laughs> we're in November. Christ- I'm going to try and get you a Christmas knit. Like I did try... I tried to last year for you, but oh, there, was, there was none in your size. Sorry, no, man. I'm definitely wearing one this year. I yeah. want the dorkiest, nerdiest, <laughs> Christmasiest looking knit you can get. Um, and... So much so I'm going to put two Christmas trees up, not even one. Two Christmas trees? Two Christmas trees. We're going all out this year. Jeez. So um, Christmas is the best time of year. It was my favorite time of year. I was actually speaking to a guy on Twitter today, uh, one of these new guys that I followed, uh, connected with on Twitter, and he was uh, talking about playing playing Christmas carols while he's doing work. And I was like, oh, man, you're keen. Like it's- what, is he in like background music? Now, yeah, he's got a Christmas playlist going. Shit. All these things was working, I was like, shit, man, that's pretty keen. Like, it's only September. <laughs> you know, it was. Um, I feel I feel like I'm getting a bit of anxiety as you say this, right? Because, like, it, it probably maybe a, a 30 or 40 episodes ago, I had, how I had a massive whinge about um, Mariah Carey's song, All I Want oh, for Christmas. Man, it's come back around that quick. Well, I actually, you know, when it comes around, it, it gives me a bit of like, oh, this is nice. You get excited. Christmas. But then, like, by, like, December 24th, I'm like, shut that shit off. I'm, I'm sick of the song. Right, gonna, you'll be in the background all years. You're going to come in my like, house. Oh, in, in November, you're going to come in my house and all you're going to hear is Mariah Carey and Michael Bublé. <laughs> boobs, the boobs, I don't mind the boobs. Boobs good. He's got, <laughs> that he, doesn't sound right, dude. He's, he's, got, he's got a certain smoothness to it. But Mariah Carey's good as well. Who am I kidding? Who am I, who am I to critique on someone singing? They're good. They're both right. good. So, yeah, yeah man. I'm, I'm super, super stoked. How's your week been? Uh, very uh, busy, very very busy. But it was a very fast week, and um, I just I just realised like I'm I got to, I got to get something off my chest. Um, oh, shoot, okay. Uh, so I stop eating this. Uh, <laughs> no, it's vanilla okay. Danish. Because you asked me a question um, before, uh, like oh um, about the lawns. And I was yeah, about, I was going to say, because I said, did you do your lawns? And, and you're like, oh, and you kind of brushed it off. I, no, no, I didn't brush Like I, I was about to talk about it, but then Nat was asking me the same question at the same time. And then I just kind of, I just lost my track of thought. And then I just remembered now. And because I'm remembered now, it's because it's in the back of my mind. I'm like, you know how obviously, well, well both of us are, but you know how pedantic I am with the lawns. I heard right? a term this week called lawnaholic. Lawnaholic. I think we're lawnaholics. Well, I, I don't even know what, what I'm suffering from right now, but you know, um, so my whippersnipper um, decided to do something like, oh, well, let's just say he's 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 in uh, a whippersnipper hospital at the moment. He's uh, he's getting fixed. Really? Yeah, he's not doing well. So <laughs> that was a pretty solid whippersnipper. I used it once, and I was like, "This is too much power." <laughs> he's, I can't I can't wear the uh, the, the the pray, the, pray for my Victor two eighty. He's uh, he's uh, he's getting a he just wouldn't start. Not really spark plug. Well, that's what I thought, but I was like, I was like, ah, fuck, I don't know what to do with this thing. I'm not handy with all this shit. So I'm like, I've got a dude up up the road. He does all that kind of stuff. So I called him up and he's like, oh, it's going to be about one to two weeks. I was like, okay, fair enough. Meanwhile, he goes like, oh, look, you know, do you, do you want to borrow one? And I was like, oh, sure. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Cause I needed to do, I needed to do my lawns. Right. Cause what happened was I did the back lawns. I'd I'd mowed and then I was going to get ready to whippersnip and then the whippersnipper died. Oh, so you got grass cut without your edges done? Yes. At the back, at the back. So then I was like, 
That makes you feel very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. So I was already uncomfortable for a whole week. I'll say a prayer for you tonight. I was very uncomfortable with the 50% job because Edges is 50% of the job. It has to be. It's not 20%. It's 50% of the job. Maybe even more. That's why you do your Edges first. Well, yes, you would normally, but with my backyard, it's a bit different. I want to get into the technicalities of it. But anyways, um, so he let me this, he let me this uh, whippersnipper. Can I just say that, like, this whippersnipper, that fucking bloody line bullshit. Oh, you got the one, does he have the one that winds? It's the one where you got to, like, thread through and zigzag through and pop the cap open. You've got to wind the spool. Oh, oh what a stupid freaking invention. Because you got the ones where you just stick one piece of string in. Yeah, that's it. Side. Like the Victor, right? you got one string and you can buy whichever length you, you yeah, like, yeah. right? You I buy the, it in. I buy the medium length. It's like, it literally takes 15 seconds. Yeah, I started using those on my new one Okay. Too. They're pretty good. This stupid thing, like, it takes you... 20 minutes to Just wind to fucking something in yeah. and it keeps snapping on me. Yeah. So I did the back on it because when he gave it to me, it already had line on it. So I was like, okay, sweet. You know, so I was doing it, gone. I was like, oh, okay, well, let me just try this thing like he told me to do it. Yeah. I did it exactly how they he told me to do it. And it was just shit. And so right now, my anxiety is pretty high because of my edges are probably 40% done at the front. Take my whippersnipper when you go. <laughs> so I'm just you. like... Oh, the only thing is, is I don't have any of the those pre-cut the, lines left. No, I've got if, lines I have, but it's... If yours uh, fit in it, go take mine. Oh, man. I'm just like, who invented that? Because you can put two of them in there. It's just so I know annoying. what you mean. So uh, I have to get... Got, sorry. I I've got one one. of those spool things too, but you got you can you can click... The, the one that I've got now, you can click the spool on the back of the whippersnipper itself. Yeah. And then you run it and it spools it for you. Yeah, uh, it okay. winds it for you. That's I a good one. And there's, and there's the ones that you can tap as well. Well, that's the one that you tap. You tap them all. No, no, that one is not a tap. It's a, you got to pop the cap off. No, no. To re to get more out before it runs out, you're supposed to tap it. If it's a wind, you tap it for more to come out. I don't know what one this is then. This one is you got to pop the cap off okay. and you got to do this stupid maneuver. Anyways, mm. I know we're going into the show too much, but I just needed to talk about how stupid that- I'll let you get, take my one. Sorry, go. Just my bad. Okay, sorry. I'm good. I'm good to go, go use now. my one and start fresh tomorrow. I know I know your pain. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, uh, one of the things I've, I've kind of, I've been drawn to, well, first things first, right? I kind of had this, this feeling, but I couldn't quite explain what it was. And then this week, my wife went and got a new subscription, or last week or something, she got a new subscription to uh, a new, what are they, you know, when you got those like Netflixes and, you know, all those subscription things, like Amazon TV and all that stuff, right? So, she got one of those. Yeah. So, she basically said, oh, I want to go and get this thing called Binge. And I was like, oh, I've heard of this. I was like, yeah, I've heard of it too. And I'm like, oh, what's Binge, you know? And I'm like, oh, it's another one. And... I was like, all right, let's try the two-week thing. Let's try the two-week trial thing. Go on binge, have a go. So then I went on binge. I opened it up. What exactly is in binge? I went on binge. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's like a like a Netflix. Okay. Like a Netflix. Is like this the a, Australian version? Like it's a like Hey You, like a Stan, all those things. Okay. Right? Yeah. And um, so basically I, I downloaded the app on the Roku, installed it, tried the two weeks out, and I'm like, this is actually pretty good. It's okay. got like... Heaps of good stuff on there. All right. Heaps of good series. It's got a DC DC specific channel. Yeah. And then, so I'm like, oh, if it's anything DC related, like DC Comics, I'm like, it's you're, just you're, related to that. And I'm got like, you in. it's got Supergirl. It's got the new Stargirl. It's like, 
They've got DC Legends of Tomorrow. It's got like the Flash. It's got all this stuff on it. I'm like, okay. all right, then I'm into this. So I ended up keeping it. Sweet. But then I'm scrolling through and I'm like, I had this feeling like something was just kind of missing and just, just in life in general. Okay. And I'm scrolling through and then I saw Men of Steel. Now, we're about to approach our one-year anniversary. <laughs> and I remember on the first show, it's like very timely. It's uncanny. We were talking about Superman. Yes. And I think I was saying something along the lines of like... I brought it up. You brought it up on the first show. Yes, I did. Right? And I was like, if I could genuinely choose to be Superman... Yeah. I would, without hesitation, agree. Like, if I found a bot, if I found a genie lamp tomorrow, and okay. I was like, what's this genie lamp? And I gave a bit of a rub, and a genie popped out, and it's like, you have three wishes. I'm like, bro, I only need one. <laughs> Are you serious? I only need one. Okay. Make me Superman. Wow. Make me Kryptonian. I will. I want to be... I want, I'd like to be Kal-El. Just make me Superman. So, for the new JTW family members out there, if you go back to the first episode, I asked Ivan... Because with a bit of context of the story, we're watching Man, Man of Steel. That I, time. Yeah, Man of Steel. And I saw how passionate you were about the just the whole thing. And you kind of mumbled under your breath, oh, man, I wish I was a Kryptonian. Yeah. And I, and I think I asked you the question, like, do you legitimately want to be yes. Superman? Yeah. And, you know, and you're like, yeah. And I was like, genuine, like legit. And you were like, legitimately yeah. genuine, like if it was possible. Yeah. You could be Superman. Like, no joke. If someone knocked on my door now and we're like, we're giving away one opportunity. I know this. if there's someone in this house that says yes right now, who I'm, I'm going to push you all out of there. I'm like, come at me. I'm, I want it. Just, <laughs> just cleanse me with your Krypton. Right? Red cape and red uh, undies and all. I would, I would, I would be so, so pleased. Right? And then, but it's quite funny because at the time I was really edging to want to be, like get that vibe, right? Okay. And now it's all kind of coming together because then it was early October as well. And yes. October is the time when I start to like peak and I, you know, my, yeah. my time comes on and yeah. I'm like, you know, my, we had the periodization stuff, right? So I was like, October's yeah. the warm up time. We're leading into October now. Yeah. And the other day, like, that's like, Yvonne, you're like, you're not sleeping at all. Like, were you staying up late? And I'm like, you know, why not? She's like, why? And I'm like, because October's coming up. She's like, oh my God, it happens every year. It's yeah. true. And I'm like, of course it's true. Anyway, so it was funny. It's all these things are lining up. I don't know whether they're related or not. But anyway, so I was on Binge and I related. saw... Man of Steel, and I was like, I'm gonna watch it. Oh, I want to watch it. And then yeah. all of a sudden, Superman or Man of Steel was trending on Twitter. Okay. And I was like, oh, why is it trending? And I was watching, looking at something that people were having conversations about it. And then it wasn't on binge anymore. Like they've just taken it off binge. Well, Man of Steel? Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. And I don't know if it's because a lot of people tried to watch it and then it cost them a lot of money to play it. I don't know how Weird. it works. Maybe. I have no idea. Okay. So it disappeared. And I was like, well, that's bummed because now if I want to watch Man of Steel, I got to rent it. Yeah, no good. Not when you got free stuff. Not when you got free around. stuff. I don't pay for it. Anyway, so it, it it kind of got me thinking, and I've been kind of thinking about it a lot lately. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the world in general. We've had different episodes back and forth. They've been popular shows. People have like drawn drawn to the shows around different cultural things we've had, like you know, um, different topics and things. And there's a lot of stuff happening in the world in general. There's a lot of issues, right? Challenges, a lot of things that people are facing. More than probably the, more the than norm. What, more than the normal, right? I think yeah. there's a lot happened in 2020. It's been an interesting year. Yeah. Um, albeit, I've really enjoyed it. It's probably yeah. my favorite year, as I was saying last ep- one mm-hmm. of the last episodes. However, me seeing the Man of Steel thing come up, the Superman thing come up, mm-hmm. it's made me think and wonder, like... And this is not me wanting to be Superman. Like, separate that because I don't want to sound like a douche. But just in general, I feel like 
the world needs because that's what Superman represents hope. Mm-hmm. I feel like the world protection hope. The world needs some sort of beacon of hope right now. Mm-hmm. And I was watching not long ago on Netflix as well the TV series Messiah. Yeah, I've have seen you that. seen that yet? Yeah, I have seen did that. Did you like it? I did. I enjoyed it. I, I'm I, I'm curious to see which angle they're going with with it. Because have it, you watched the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. Okay, that's it. That's it now. It's not. It's finished. Well, th- that was it. I don't know if there's going to be a second series. Really? I don't think so. I think oh, that was I it. I read differently. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a second series. Really? Well, it finishes in a sense that it gives you the impression. Well, I hope there's a second I'm one. pretty sure there's going to be a second series. Anyway, because after I watched that, I was like, yeah. Did you like, binge that? I watched it. Like, I watched I binged four it. or five episodes I think in I watched it in like three days. I watched. I got to episode five or six in the first night. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I get very drawn to stuff like that. Mm. Um, when it's like, you know, a, a beacon of hope. The yeah. savior being sent, some sort of thing coming to earth, and that's yeah. what Superman's about. It's yeah. like he comes to earth, and then he's like the savior. He helps, mm. you know, all of mankind. Mankind looks up to him. When something goes wrong, it's like we entrust that Superman is going to fix it. Is going to fix it, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't, I don't think for a while now that there is someone in the world. That all of mankind united doesn't judge. I mean, there's people that dislike Superman and have their their you know bad feelings towards him, but they're usually the criminals in the in the DC world, right? Yeah. Um, but like to to for for the average for the average person who's you know does good and just wants a good life, I don't feel like there's anything right now where people can stand up and be like. They all gravitate towards this one person, this one energy, this one whatever it is. And for most people, that's like a religion for the most things. Everybody has their own sort of religion. Not everybody, but many people have like a religion. Something that something that they spiritually or energetically. But I think even in the world today, there's a lot of like, um, what is it? Divide, divide Mm -hmm. between lots of different things. Lots of people have lots of different views. They they point to lots of different things as being the cause for a lot of problems, right? But do we have do we have right now a true beacon of hope? As in a singular person, like a singular person, a singular entity. Singular is something where mankind looks up and says, "That is hope." That is. We've had those. We've had those figures before. Your Nelson Mandela's, just yeah, your Gandhi's, your Mother Teresa's, yeah, like your Princess Diana's, yeah. Um, I can't think of other people, other other people at the top of my head, but, but that are living then, where you look at them and the whole world knows who they are, yeah, and, and they've got this aura about them, and for the, they've got this aura about them where they just where wherever they go, wherever they walk, the world just just gravitates towards. Whatever goodness that they ooze out. If, right? if we use if we use the analogy of um Do you know what I'm trying to get at? Yeah, I know what you're trying yeah. to get at. But if we if we use the analogy of like um what's that movie with Iron Man and all his friends and stuff? Avengers. Avengers. Okay. Avengers or the DC comics and uh, and all that, like the Mahatma Gandhi's, the Mother Teresa's, the Princess Diana's, the um all those people. Yeah. They were you they're you they were a, a few decades ago, your modern day Avengers, right? You can yeah. almost say that, right? In a sense, because they kind of overlapped yeah. in terms of their age and when they came and, and when they've when they've gone, like Nelson Mandela's and all that. But it's like it's it's almost like there isn't any more. 
Yeah. So to answer your question, no. I, well, not that I, I can't think of any at the moment. Yeah, to be no, no one really just like really truly stands out. When when you look at them, you know that all of their heart exuberate, exuberates kindness, mm. generosity, genuineness. Not even just generosity, but good moral, where they will do what's right. Yeah. They won't always... They When they speak, it's the it's the kind versus the nice because they want to make sure that you're getting the right message. Mm-hmm. But they're a good leader. Yeah. They spread a good message. Mm-hmm. They share... Um, they're very uniting. They're just uniting. They can bring people together, together. without their own agenda, but the for the agenda, but without for the trying to push their own self everyone ideologies else. Not, as well. Yeah, exactly. It's none of that. It's like who 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 kind of fits into that category right now? Maybe there is people like that. I'm yeah. curious. And if there is, I think this is maybe a good time for a you good to time point for it out to, to put it out there and find out who who could it be? Because it could be someone that's like up and coming, young, exactly. and, and and they're doing certain things within their community, yeah. their nation, and whatever it might be, um, to kind of you know uplift people together. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. It's 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 a it's kind of I see it too. I see it in two different ways. I find it scary when you say it that way. When you kind of point it out, and then I want to realize that they I don't I don't think there is. Do we need it? I feel I like think, we could benefit I think it could, from I it. I think right if now. we could, we could definitely benefit from it. I, want, I don't say we don't need it. Yeah. But I feel like if if we're to kind of analyze and break down, you know, the fact that we need a beacon of hope is because we don't have this this moral figure that kind of represents the people. You yeah. know what I mean? The overall, regardless. And I know of, for many people, their religion brings in regardless that. of what you believe. But I'm in talking and, separate from spiritual. I mean here on earth like yeah that's what i'm alive, saying i'm living, talking about i'm talking a living earth. breathing person yeah. human being right um yeah we don't have it but is it a time where a lot of the, because everyone is, is in such turmoil at the moment where all you know everyone's going crazy to a certain to extent because i think the reason why people are going crazy is because we're looking for that leader someone mm. is looking for someone to stand up for everyone and there's no one there and there's all these people wanting to like they're just kind of craving for some kind of I, I'd even for argue, this louder voice. I'd even argue so much so that people are pushing to not have that because they want well, it there to is be that, free. There is that too. They, so they, they they want they want so much freedom and no they don't want to have someone dictate or point the way things should yeah. be because they feel like it's going to be a dictator or a someone who's going to rule life. You know, um, I think, I think. Um, I think it's probably a time. I think in general, when people are in turmoil, it's because of fear. In general, yeah. And I think when when people are in fear, they they act out, they do all sorts of different things, they just bring themselves into a certain form of negativity. Mm. I think if anything, it's time for someone or a group of people to kind of like become that next Avengers. Mm. From using that analogy of of those type of people, I think people are afraid to kind of go hey you know it takes a lot of courage a to lot step of courage just to stand like up and go too. be that person you know because yeah. um, you got to put a lot on the line you're afraid what how people are gonna like well you look at people like for example nelson mandela and what he represented for and what he actually served time for hmm. for he like truly believed in what he believed in hmm. you know what i mean people like princess diana and this and the stuff that she did hmm. the, all that humanitarian stuff and all the um the criticism she she copped as well. Like there's, there's you got to be a really 
really brave person, mm. a la Superman. You know what I mean? Like, it's like there's just it's it takes a very special person to do that. Yeah, and I think see with see it's interesting because when you watch. When you and if you're not a fan of Superman, or you're not a fan of the comic world. You uh, understand, I understand that. You just, everyone knows what Superman. Everyone does. knows who Superman is. But if you if you put if you if you kind of enter enter the conversation, enter my world for a little bit, and you look at how Superman really is, right? Yeah. He he doesn't fear bullets or um, you know bombs or. Anything that's physically gonna harm him, mm-hmm. obviously, except crypt- kryptonite. That's his vulnerability, yeah. right? So for the, for for really for the most part, he's in, in, impenetrable, right? Yeah. He's 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 untouchable. So for me, that allows him to pretty much stand in a situation of danger and yeah. know that he's physically not going to get hurt. He's yeah. able to survive whatever it is. Okay. But interestingly, he has his own inner battles, right? Like what? Well, he... So, if you watch... Apart from Kryptonite. Kryptonite. Well, apart from Kryptonite. But, for example, growing up inside Man of Steel, he his father was like, you can't show people your powers. Because if you show people your powers, they're going to know who you are. Yeah. And you, we can't have that. You've got to withdraw. You've like... got to withdraw. You can't do it. And there's a scene, like, spoiler alert, if you, don't, if you haven't watched Man of Steel, switch off now. Come back in a minute. But there's one scene. Have you you've seen Man of Steel? Yeah, I've seen Man of Steel. Yeah. There's you know that one scene where I don't remember his dad's kind of under of... a bridge and there's a tornado. Yeah. And Superman was to like he can save his dad's like right across the road. Yeah. And the dad kind of runs under the bridge, and then Superman's standing there and he's like, the tornado is coming, and he was gonna go and use his power because everybody's around. He wanted to go save his dad, and the dad literally just puts his hand up and tells him to stop, and just says and shakes his hand like, don't, just yeah. stop. Yeah, and then Superman literally had to watch his dad get taken away from this tornado. Yeah, all because he was like, "Don't, don't do it. Don't let it go." Like, and it was almost like his his father's own fear for Superman. Yeah, his selflessness. His his well, his his father out of love didn't want his well, son. Well, his selflessness. Like he he could have he could have been like, he, "You know, shit, come and save me. I'm gonna die." Yes, but, and but no, he's protecting but him. He, he was wanted protect, to protect him. He was protecting him, but at the same time, it was a double edged sword because he was also suppressing him a little bit. This is what I was going to say. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, he, he, out of love, he wanted to save his son and not get him exposed. Yeah. Pretty much. But there was also a side where it's like, but don't don't be afraid. If the world needs him, don't hold him back because he wants to go and help. Yeah. And, I, like, so there's there's not a physical damage that can happen. Like, not a physical risk that can happen to Superman. It's more a long term. But it's more like an emotional thing and everybody battles that. Yeah. So, day-to-day stories, when you watch Superman, when you watch Supergirl, the challenges they face are, are around how do I do what's right all the time. Yeah. And I think for the most part, if someone's going to step up in the world and do that... Mm-hmm. There, you've got to kind of overcome the fear of physical harm because someone may want to come after you or whatever it is. Who you know, I don't know, kind of comical sense, but yeah. whether or not that's true or not. But just your own inhibitions or your own emotional fears, because you, in order to be that type of leader, I would assume you have to be extremely vulnerable. Yeah, because you've got to be able to well, very transparent and too. very transparent and say, look, like this is this is who I am. I yeah. have my imperfections. However, I'm here to serve you. Um. And you have to be able to show those vulnerabilities. And I think it's the emotional vulnerabilities that are much harder to overcome for many people yeah. than the physical ones. I think there's a lot to of, a point. I think there's a lot. I, th- I think that's great. 
but I think the I think the reason why there's less Supermans or Superwomen um, in this world is because there's just that. Like there is, like I said, a lot of a lot of scrutiny. But I think people want to like almost like look into other people's agendas too much. Mm. Like, why can't you just take this person for face value? They actually genuinely just want to yeah. help people. But there's there's always going to be that question is like, oh, what's in it for you then? So we are, are we asking too much? What's the hidden agenda? I think the society is what I'm getting at. It's I just, find myself doing that sometimes. I feel like it's almost like it's almost like everything is everything's a conspiracy. What's in it for you? All that kind of stuff. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like whatever whatever happened to taking things at face value? Mm. Maybe being a little bit naive. Mm. Maybe giving that person a bit more time to go, okay, all right. So you're telling me you got a bit of some superpowers, you want to help us out a little bit, you wanna you wanna save the world? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not just jump straight in and go, nah, nah. This this guy, he's planning, he's planning something later, which is gonna be, which is gonna doom us all later. Yeah. There's this like inner fear. I keep talking about the inner fear. Mm. It's like I think that's what's holding it back. I think that's what the scrutiny, the hidden agenda, the what's in it for you is what's holding potential supermen, superwomen back. Mm. The beacons of hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, unless you're already in put in in a position, like for example, let's just say, you know, you got the the Vatican and you get put in as the Pope. Mm. It's been around for such a long time that you just ah, everyone just knows that 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 that's what that dude does. You know what I mean? Mm. But like, there's no outlier. There's no extra person coming out and saying this is what I this is what I am and this is what I want to be and this is what I want to represent. This is how I want to help the people mm. or the or the world you know i think most people are coming out and they want to just like suppress it and i don't know why but i think you made a good point it's probably out of fear it's all it's because all fear to, based. in order to do that you got to let your own guard down like how many times how else. many times you see when people are doing something good there's always some idiot saying something like oh what's in it for them yeah, you know why they why they're doing that for? Yeah, you they're know what I mean. That for their own self, their own gain. It's like, oh, look at them. They, they just they just want to look good. It's like, man, he's doing something good for the you know, people. You know, it's interesting too. One one simple simple example is when someone. So, for example, someone's worth like I don't know ten billion, right? Yeah, so they're they're like super wealthy. Yeah, like where they can literally wipe their ass with money. Yeah, and they go and donate money. And, and then it's like they donate like a million or two million or ten million something. Oh, is, oh, is that it? It's like is that all they donated? Yeah, they know, make that in a day, it and makes that's me, all they donate. It makes it's me like sick. Makes that, me sick. that's one of the biggest. That's part of. That's part of. The, like we're talking about the Superman, whether the Superman and the Superwomen are giving the actual physical time, putting plans into place to fix things and whatever. Yeah. That the the monetary aspect. It's it's a part. It's part of that. It's just a. It's more like. But to me, that's money. the lowest dig you can take. Almost at someone who's giving. I know. In a situation like that, it makes you. It makes me feel sick when people yes. do that. It's like it's like these, anything you that you can give at all is like. Is good, but yeah. if someone's given away like a million bucks, like some people don't even make that in a, not, not even, don't even make that in like 10, 20 years, yeah, and they're literally giving it away. It's like, yeah. what, what do you give away? Yeah, what are you contributing? What are you doing? Yeah. You know, it's like know. they they look at it from face value. It's like, oh, that's how much. Like it's and like it's like it's almost like they've got this. They expect people shoulder. to have this, um, you know. They, they they expect people to give away almost everything that they have because they've got so much. Therefore, they have to give away everything. And they don't have to do jack shit. Um, and that that's one of the things that obviously catches me 
whenever I see it happen. And, and it's like, I always notice it and I'll, I can be online. But how Twitter, often do you notice it though? It's, it's every it's, time. It's every time. It's every time. Like, I think Person you can, donated whatever, I scroll through. Oh, pff, is it's that, like that's scroll, all they gave. Scroll, it's like, yeah, anytime now and bang. Bang and it happens. There's a first idiot comment. And to me, it's the lowest dig, but I, 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 I think people have to be vulnerable if they're going to allow a beacon of hope to, I don't know, step up or present themselves and be accepted. Because mm. I would think that, for example, like The Messiah, and again, if someone hasn't watched that Netflix series... Switch off now. Uh, switch off now. <laughs> but I would think that if, hypothetically, someone came to Earth today, regardless of which religion you're from, and, and they were like the similar. second coming or the next prophet or they were the next spiritual guide, guide yeah. for whatever religion, pick, pick any religion, doesn't matter. Yeah, any right? If they came to Earth today and they had all the answers and they had all the answers and all the powers and they were doing all this healing there would still be someone that would say it's fake for some reason it's almost I'd like go, i'd go a step further and they'd say be, that they'd probably try and stop that person they would probably try and stop them they would be captured questioned what's their agenda tortured and it would be no different to for example me right if i'm thinking back to like jesus's time when oh. like he was picked up and it's like taken well you know basically tortured it's like yeah. what's your agenda what, what are you doing you're here to take over and, and do things that you shouldn't you're like the, you're you're a bad person because you're claiming things that's like that you shouldn't be speaking you know it's not you to me if someone came here today and and actually presented that i don't even think the world right now is ready no i think know, if anything to for a like beacon of hope probably... to arrive here i don't even i think we're so i think we're so far consumed and probably so far deeply controlled to an extent mm-hmm. that we wouldn't see the hope before our eyes or we wouldn't be willing and open enough to accept it if it was given to us. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? There's probably yeah. two things. Like there's another TV, uh, there's another uh, a documentary thing called The Social Dilemma that's just come out. And it's really talking about, uh, it's basically the premises around how social media and you could almost argue the internet in general controls pretty much every decision that we do mm-hmm. it's like there's probably like 15 not decision 20, not decision it, no, even e- decisions well okay maybe decisions but you, how we feel and then everything. how we feel is how we make decisions yes and it's it, it it's it controls the emotions we have it plays on the emotions we have it knows what we're going to do think feel act what we what we yeah. want what we desire the tech that we have knows us so well better almost than we know ourselves mm-hmm. now because it's so intelligent yeah that we probably can't even see that it's dictating our next move for us and yeah. controlling us yeah. just by the notifications two, we receive the, on the, our phone, causes yeah. us to go and look at it, show us an ad, connect us with a certain person. We're controlled, right? Yeah. And it, if you couple that with the fact that there's probably so much divide and turmoil, like n- not to the point of pessimism, right? The world's a good place. We're in a be- we're in the greatest time to be alive right now. We certainly are. It's not like doomsday. Mm-hmm. But if I, I would go so far as to say if it was presented to us right now, we probably wouldn't even be ready. Yeah. Ready to receive a true beacon of hope. Someone like a Superman coming to Earth. Mm-hmm. You know? I agree. Um But in a, but in a in a in an interesting and funny sense, like I often look up at the sky and I'm like, can you imagine if you just see someone Superman. in a cape just go like flying across the sky, like for real, they're all flying, and you and you couldn't, and you know you couldn't fly, 
yeah. you know you couldn't do what they did, but you saw them in the sky, impenetrable the way that they are, Yeah, you would be forced to be like, wow. Would you though? In awe. I think most people in would awe. shit their pants. And think, to start with, what they the would, fuck they is would, that in the sky? And then everyone will be to start with, they would because they would re- they would think that that person's here to like take oh, over Earth. They're yeah. an alien because that's technically okay. What, just see right there though. This is what I'm Superman saying. Superman is an alien. Well, yes, yeah, yes. Okay. He's an alien from another but, world. But this is this is what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if you were to kind of go like back. I don't know how many years, decades, right? Like, because we didn't have so much information given to us at mm-hmm. our fingertips, we were only able to rely on what we've what we believe and the information that was being passed passed down to us, yeah, from relatives, grandparents, great grandparents, yeah. and whatever. So, if you believed in that certain thing and something like that did appear, you didn't question it. It As was. Much. Uh, well, you probably didn't question it at all. Mm. It was what it was. Oh my God, that must be da 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 da. You know what yeah. I mean? It could be Superman. It could be an alien. It could be Jesus. It could be the. Pro- it could be anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could just be this thing that's an alien gone by. But if depending on what you believe in, let's just say in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, or maybe even earlier, or maybe even just tad later, because of the lack of information back then in comparison to now, mm. people would would accept it more positively mm. fast forward 2020 if that's happened now because of the information that we have mm. because of the skepticism because of all those things that we've been rattling off i would probably be comfortable in saying that 90 percent, even the avid like deepest religious people will probably freak out and think it's something that's gonna going to harm them mm. right like the classic one is when you know, um, you know, like when someone's like in a room and then there's this like oil stain on the wall, mm. right? And then the avid, the real avid, avid believers, like believers let's yeah. just use Christianity for, 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 for example. Yeah. If you were to, if they were to see that oil stain on the wall, say back in the 60s and 70s, yeah. it's a saint or it's Jesus or it's Mary or it's whatever. Yeah. Okay. And probably 80, 90% of people, within that religion would probably believe it mm. and some years will go past and they would probably in a sense turn it into a shrine mm. as a as a something that they people go there and worship because it it, it has to be that yeah you know whereas I mean? now you'd see a now you see just an oil stain on instagram or tiktok and it's like ah oh, it's fake nah it's hashtag CGI. fake news hashtag, hashtag fake whatever. scroll it's next like, and you know what it may be it may very well be but that we lack hope we lack belief as as a unity in in the world. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Do you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to get at? Yeah. You know, I think because of like the things like you're watching, like the social dilemma, it because we have so much information, we we always have to question everything. Mm. You know, it's like oh, I don't know. It's if, I, if I'm going to ask you a question, then because we we've, we've we've outlined that we don't have the beacon of hope and. N- not not a single, and we probably never. We maybe have a group. I, maybe I don't we know. won't I, be able to. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a group, single one. Maybe there's people. Not, at least there. not the, in the world. We wouldn't. But what okay. was your question? We, we're we're driving we're driving this bus now. It's got a big number plate in the front. It's called JTW. And people jumping on. Right. Yeah. We've got some family members. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's getting a big bus. We're, we're going to need a double decker soon. Okay? okay. Um, but we want to. 
like, because we're, we're not the beacons of hope, or we might be, I'm not sure. But, like, what would be, like, if you're advertising for this role, hmm. okay, we are, let's say- um, We're putting out a job description we're for putting the out beacon a job description, of hope. You know, we're like, we're like co-CEOs of the J- JTW family, right? Yeah. But we're looking for, like, the you beacon know, of hope. we're looking for the general manager here, you mm-hmm. know, with a beacon of hope, the driver. Yeah. You know, what's their prerequisites? And, I, and I'm, I'm putting a comedic spin on this because part of it is gaining that hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe, maybe by doing this, we, we outline what it is, what, what, we, what, it, what it actually needs to happen, what this person that may be out there listening to this might be like, shit, you know what? Maybe I'm that person. Maybe I have those qualities. Yeah. So, what would be the qualities for you? What would be your Superman? Maybe maybe for you it might be a Superman, but like in in like in, our in reality, world, it's not going to be a person. You're like your Dalai Lamas, your Mahatma Gandhi's. Yeah, it's, your it's, t- in reality, it's because you know I'm 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 a super massive Superman fan. But yeah. In reality, it's not going to be a person who can fly in the sky. Yeah, I'm talking about like your Princess Diana. You're actually your real your your if if there was a person now, we're who putting would a job be? description out there for them. I would say jump on the bus. Come on. I would say the first the first thing that would stand out for me. Uh huh is someone who takes the time to listen yeah. and stop and speak to people and hear people when they talk. And let them talk. And let them talk. Yeah. And has the time to let them talk. Just listen to them. Don't Just start listen. thinking about how you're going to respond to them. Just, Just listen. let them talk. And, t- t- and, I, and I know that there are hundreds of thousands of people that probably want to talk yeah. and give their message. Yeah. But somehow, some way, if they stop and just listen to one person and really be present and then they do it and listen to another person and just stop and be present and listen to another person, somehow, in some way, shape or form, they end up listening to a lot of people. Yeah. But it comes out of their own time. Yeah. But that's a selfless act. Selflessness. So, for me, it's something that would be be selfless to stop and listen to people. Listen to the people. Because everyone has an opinion. Uh Uh-huh. You most people would disagree with many other people's opinions, but someone who just stops and listens is and can sit unbiased with open mind and say, okay, okay talk to me. Yeah. Like, what's your idea? What do you feel? What bothers you? What are you happy about? What yeah. do you appreciate in the world? What's good? What's not so good? And they just stop and listen. Uh-huh. And they don't judge when the comments get out or the whatever the person says they're not it's they take you. a lot of that information yeah. and they really just listen mm-hmm. the next trait would be is they have the ability to know what parts of that information that they get they can use and do something with to plant a seed mm-hmm. and make it into something else that can grow it mm-hmm. to something bigger and better okay so they can propagate something that can, idea yeah, propagate that thought that emotion that. yeah and it's not that they discredit the other stuff. It's just they have the ability to look at things. Even though they appreciate all the information that they've been getting, yeah. they can look at what what out of all of that thing that they've been told has a a little bit of a higher weighting than yeah. the other things. Yeah. Not that it's necessarily more important. And to one person, the weighting might be different. Yeah. But they're confident enough to say, I understand that your view might be different, but I believe that this could be a good thing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to plant this particular seed. Now let me go and talk to you, and then they stop and talk to someone else and listen. Yeah, and they do the same thing. 
To me, that's the first probably two traits. The other thing would be... I think they'd have to have some level of confidence that they weren't going to be like... Or or if they knew that they were going to be vilified or picked out or anything like that, that they would still just press on because someone's always going to step in and try and stop them. But they're going to have to push through that, not through pushing back, not through pointing at others and saying, well, if you're letting them guide you, why aren't you letting me guide you? But more through empathy. Yeah. To say, look, I know you don't think I'm that person. However, give me a chance. Yeah. And if you don't give me a chance, let me through my own time, Mm -hmm. spend the time to make it work for you. Mm -hmm. Let me invest the time for you and let me show you that I can do something. Yeah. Without the expectation of getting anything back. Yeah. So then they're again selfless and going forward and doing stuff for other people Mm -hmm. because then that's how you build trust with people. And then they go, oh, hold on a second. They actually went ahead and did that that, for us Mm -hmm. and they weren't expecting anything back. And I think through those three things alone, you build a lot of trust. Yeah. And when you build a lot of trust and you have a lot of people behind you and support you, they end up through osmosis, through watching you, through being inspired they start to create a culture within themselves they replicate where your, they your, replicate it and then get others to also try and do the same. Yeah. And I think if you can plant that seed and propagate that, and if someone has a really good ability to have that level of influencing skills, because it is an influential thing. Yeah. You have to be able to influence people through nothing but selflessness. Yeah. I think those will be the main criteria. Yeah. I don't think they need to be the greatest business people. I don't think they need to have a super strong resume in many different businesses. Yeah. I don't think they need to be the fittest person alive. Mm-hmm. I don't think they need to have, you know, all these different, just just these things that most modern day institutions would deem as qualifications. Experience. Yeah. I think it's more an no emotional... Pre- no prerequisites. Th- no prerequisites. I think it's an emotional intelligence thing. Yeah. I think they would have a, a significant level of emotional intelligence. They'd have to be super in tune with themselves first. Yes. Understand like their own boundaries. Yes. Um, part, of understand- part of understanding your own boundaries, um, and you touched on it, is like obviously to, to be able... I think to be able to gain trust... With people, you have to have a lot of those first three qualities that you mentioned. Mm. But um, I think when you show, I feel like when you show people vulnerability, that show your imperfections, mm. and you are instantly relatable. And when you are instantly relatable, you gain trust of a click of a finger. Yeah. Um, to kind of add on to what you were just saying, because I agree with all those traits that you said before yeah. as well. Um, and there's, I think there's a lot that goes down with vulnerability, not necessarily, you know, there's different, there's different lines and, and waves, waves of it. But if you can kind of show people that you're human, so to speak, Mm. you know what I mean? That you make mistakes and that you were imperfect in the past and you've changed your way this way. You kind of like, it's, I think people will look up to people more so when, you can realize that, oh, hold on a second, they did that. I could have done exactly the same thing. Mm. It empowers people. Mm. I think vulnerability gains trust. it shows them that they're just like you. That they're just like you. Yeah. So, through vulnerability, you're empowering people as well. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? It's like when you see someone do like a physical feat, like they've become this athlete or they've become this whatever it might be or they achieve a great thing. It's like, wait, hold on a second. I went to the class with that person. I went to school with that person. Yeah. I was on the same soccer team as that person yeah. or whatever it might like, be. I can do that too. We were like, like, hold on a second. I was yeah. doing the same thing. And then like, wow. And they're portraying this message. Yeah. Like, how come I couldn't do that? And then yeah. all of a sudden you think... They get inspired they get to inspired follow and do the same thing. It. So, I feel like... To, to, to be inspired, there's, there has to be a certain amount of empowerment that comes with truth. Mm. And in order to get truth, there's like this deep underlying vulnerability of like, I'm just exactly like yes. you. I was, I, I, I am that person. I'm not creating miracles here. Yeah. I'm like, there's no, you know, special effects. Mm. I'm doing this through, you know, pure And I think that's what good, that's what, that's what true... Truly good leadership is about. That's what really good leaders. Because that's probably the that's probably the one and true defining thing. If you had to pick a trait for a really good leader, yeah, it's the ability to do that and to be 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 super vulnerable but super confident at the same time, time, and be able to balance that out selflessly to the point where you're able to guide people, influence people, suggest things to other people give uh give advice but through through guidance and probably a bit your of your advice own experience is, your advice isn't gospel but it's, it's not like, gospel but it's, it's saying it's look guidance. this is what I this is what I think is probably the best thing yeah but you and having do confidence in that yeah but saying and knowing that you're also human when you give it yeah i think that's yeah. that's probably if if a leader if, if someone can do that that's probably one of the highest cuz pe- people are attracted to certain leaders mm. and there's nothing wrong with these upper leaders that are like Powerful people, big, tall, successful, charismatic, charismatic. You know, mm. tick all the boxes, right? Um, and not, not that that person wouldn't fit the modern day beacon of hope, but I feel like they are less relatable mm. to the everyday person. Mm. Like you need those people, but they shouldn't be the beacon of hope. Yeah, for me personally. And I, and I like, I, I would go so far as to say, I think in. In individual small communities, there probably is lots of these beacons of hopes around. I'm going to do a bit more research. I think there is in small communities. I, I, I the one of the examples I gave, you know, a few a few episodes back, quite a few episodes back, I think now was when I was watching that that documentary on TV one night. I was saying there was a doctor in a village, and I don't the, remember. remember they were saying about there was this doctor, and they he basically lives in the village. And there was a lot of like, it was like war and, and I think it was like a lot of rebel um, militia kind of, Baby. it was just a war-torn area and there was bombs and stuff going off everywhere and there was like holes and trenches dug in the ground. Yeah. And every time a plane flew over, all the village oh, had to yes, climb into yes, this yes, hole. Yes, I remember now, yeah. In that village, in that village, that one doctor that's there that sacrifices all of his time, all of his life to to just selflessly help the people in that community. Mm. He's probably the beacon of hope for that community. Yeah. So I think in in there's like little mini leaders. There is there are, there are mini there are there are super kids as opposed to supermans out there, right? Maybe maybe in different communities. Maybe the beacon of hope should be the voice for those community leaders. Potentially. It's almost like they're like they're like the 
they're the beacon of hope that we're uh, interviewing here for the JTW bus. Um, <laughs> is to lead a is to lead the a area group managers of beacons like the area managers the mini beacons yeah the beacons of I, wherever yeah. you know what I mean like maybe because apart I think- from you being the beacon of hope you have to be on the go to find the other smaller beacons of hope to give them the voice to help yeah because once we find out. Because isn't I'm not sure how they like obviously Nelson Mandela was big in a sense, but like all the smaller little religious type ones, their voices they they were kind of they were like leaders within their little communities, but they were given a platform by someone bigger. Mm. Maybe that's what that maybe that's what the you know the job description. So yeah, should be. I think it's also important they have the ability to build a tribe. I think is important. They they have the ability to get get people together yeah and to create a sense of community yeah not for not not this is definitely not like cult like okay. i'm talking they have the they have the ability to bring people together yeah so that they feel a sense of belonging yeah they feel a sense of family yeah they feel a sense of security yeah they feel a sense of this person next to me resonates with me yeah and has my back and the person next to me, through being guided, through having their eyes opened, may be very different to who you are. Yeah. So you might go and meet somebody and have a conversation with them. And if you didn't know any any different, you would look at them and go, you are totally not the person I'd spend time with. Yeah. However, through having your eyes opened by someone who can say, look, let's accept everyone for who they are. Let's, uh, let's all be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Let's all stands together for the greater good, the person next to you no longer becomes different. They become united with you. Yeah. And if you can if you have the ability to pull someone like that or have that level of influence where you can make everybody feel like that, yeah. to me that's another superpower in yeah. the in the in the resume. Yeah. And I also like think at the same time, like like you said, not to be someone that's a cult leader, because a lot of cult type uh, tendencies is giving people the false premise that you're always protected. Yes, right? but you're not. Where or you almost have to tell people that just because I'm the beacon of hope doesn't mean that something bad isn't going to happen to you. Yeah. That you are not going to fail. Mm. That you are not going to achieve what you want to achieve in life. That people that you love and people that you care about will go and then you will question all these, all these, all these things, and why do th- things happen? But they need to instill strength, mm. inner strength, as opposed to false promise, mm. like false, not so false promise, false protection. Mm. Because I think a lot of people cling on to those type of leaders because, because <clears throat> they're like, well, then they they themselves are vulnerable, but they want someone to protect them. But I think if if you, I think if you tell people that. There's no real true protection apart from you gaining your own strength to protect yeah. yourself. That in itself is protection. As opposed to saying, come with me, stay with me, everything's going to be okay. I think they'd be getting comfortable in the sense that they are also vulnerable like the leader. Yes. You know, yeah. It's letting That's everybody know that you are vulnerable. Yeah. And it's okay for you to be vulnerable too. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, other than that, I don't, I don't, and I guess perseverance, just to be able to, that's, to that's be able to ride the, that out, knowing that it's going to be, it's going to be, you're going to be there for the long Eat haul. Eat dirt, fall down, 
you know, and get back up. Very cliche. Get back up. Get punched and, down again. And, get back up, and it's constant. And just constantly knowing that you're still being guided for, by whatever truth it is, by whatever hope that you know you're holding on to. Yeah. To guide people to where they are. Yeah. No matter what. And I think if like they being can, relentless. Yeah. Relentless with like a pos- like a positive relentless, not yeah. like you know in an aggression type of way. And but, I think if they have those four or five traits, yeah, I think that's that's potentially what the who the world really needs. Yeah. And I know there's a lot, a lot of parents do that. They're mm-hmm. like that for their families. And yeah. I think that's where it starts. Yeah. There's a lot of parents being like that for their kids. Mm-hmm. I think if yeah, there is when one or two of these type of teachers in a school. Yeah. Because when you're a kid, your beacon of hope- Is your parents. Is your parents. Yeah. You know, you might be more like, you might collectively look at you both your parents the same, or it might be, you know, like for a little boy, it might be their father because like- when you when your dad walks through the door, they are like Superman. They're yeah, the strongest they person right. in the in the in the room in the world. They can do everything. They can fix everything. They can pick you up and throw you in the sky. Yeah, you, you know they are whatever. But and for some people, it might be their mothers. They come, their their nurture, their love, their care, their warmth. Yeah, that could be their beacon of hope. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of like bringing that inner child of the way you think to when you're like. Mm. grown up for the world which is know? why also i think parents have a big responsibility to parent selflessly yeah and i also i always say like you can't tell parents how to parent like yeah. that's that's not really i'm the last it's, person it's, to it's do a trait. that but it's more a trait. at the same time it's a contradiction because you kind of need to encourage parents to parent in a certain way <laughs> sometimes but when yeah. it comes to in in as so far as parenting selflessly yeah you know, and not not to it's the point where your kid done, takes it's, advantage it's, it's, of you, but yeah, it's really putting the kids, the kids first, first emotionally. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I would say in families, that's probably where they start. That's you, where it sc- starts. Schools is also a very important place. Yeah, if you've got teacher, one or two or teachers, or something, or the principal, or it could be your weekend coach. It could be a soccer coach. Yeah. It could be a tennis coach. It could be a martial arts teacher. It could be yeah. a dance teacher, yes. an art teacher. Yeah. All those, all those people. If they, if there was, if there was more of that happening, yeah, in and lots of lots of little beacons everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the world over, yeah, it would help. Yeah, um, the workplace, companies. I think I think organizations and companies have a. An ethical responsibility, a moral responsibility, a leadership responsibility above the financial part. Mm-hmm. Because if a company is going to make money and they're going to create wealth and, and become a financially viable company, they need if they're inst- good enough to do it, they're going to do it anyway. They need to instill a really good culture. They do. And I think if they're going to do, if, they, if, they, if they're capable of making a good amount of money anyway, they're going to do it regardless. Yeah. So why not do it? If, you're, if a company is capable... Why not do it? Why not while doing it? it in a good way and yeah. bringing about hope at the same time? Yeah, because if you're capable of making the money, you will anyway. Yeah. So why not do it well, with giving hope? people that avenue? It might not even be might not even be attached to the actual work. It might be the service that's provided within the, within the work yeah. place to give people that helping hand or whatever yeah. it is that they might need at that time. So I think there's a lot of things that that this beacon of hope needs to do, but. But it's interesting because it's like full but it circle. starts it starts from the I think it starts from the smaller mini beacons yeah and I think the mini beacons there's probably there's probably a lot out there but then mini beacons need the voice they do maybe the beacon needs to be that voice as opposed to maybe doing maybe they don't have the traits 
like the mini beacons, but because they their voice is loud, they can rise the mini beacons up. Yeah. And then we end up getting a whole new set of Avengers. Let's call them uh, Justice League because, you know, my DC fans. Oh, sorry, man. Okay, <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> um, but selflessly, you can't. you got to let it play out, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, look, I think it's important. I think, you know, kind of coming full circle, it probably starts with, you know, as, as you so rightly pointed out, the, you know, the, the, the local, the mini beacons everywhere. Yeah, the mini and beacons. maybe that's where it all I starts. I think the mini beacons need the beacon. Yeah. Um, Whoever that may be, it's a big job. But I, but I still think that in order to guide and carry that and bring that up, I think... And there's probably a lot of those next level beacons, yeah. the middle ones that could that are there as well. Yeah. Um, and I guess it probably also comes down to just maybe having having our eyes open to actually see that. And that's what I was trying to say before: the world's actually a good place. We're in a good spot that's now, what I want and there to is say. a lot like, happening that is good. Yeah. We're in a better time than any other. Medic medicine is so far advanced. Life is long. Um. You know, we're in a relatively safe world for the most part compared to, you know, previous, you know, tens and hundreds of years. Yeah. We're in a a very good spot. And I think if we accept the fact that life, for the most part, is good, then we invite room for a lot of this stuff to happen. That's what I was just going to say. Like, may I just add that sometimes even platforms like this or even just within your groups of friends um, have the conversation about the beacon of hope. Yeah. You know, we we get so stuck into the... the, the it's so easy to do though, right? Because yeah. it's such a great conversation starter. It's, it's such... A lot of the times um, people love to kind of like debrief and let out the negativity because it, it psychologically helps them and collectively in a group, everyone feels good. But maybe reverse that and have the conversation that we're having now. Mm. Have more beacon of hope type conversations because mm. it's almost like anything, like the more... Like you said, like through osmosis, the more we talk about wanting someone to lead this, yeah, someone will eventually it makes lead you feel this. inspired. Even it makes you feel inspired. Yeah, you know? and I think if more people do that, then there's like a job vacancy and nobody's yeah. taking it. Yeah. So if, I think if we make the job vacancy um, enticing, hmm. then maybe someone will take it. Yeah. But if there's so much turmoil and everyone's so stuck in the rut with the negativity, then no hmm. one's gonna take it. Yeah. So maybe let's you know, um, encourage people Mm. to have more of, you know, an hour-long conversation of, you know, getting a beacon of hope. Yeah. No, I agree. Well said. That was my thought. Yeah. So, uh, I I like that. (laughs) That was what I was kind of postulating and contemplating, um, you know, a little bit this week. That's Um, good, man. So, hopefully, you know, I can can tune a channel somewhere and watch Men of Steel because (laughs) (laughs) it's very inspirational. Um, and and but but the the way I've been getting my uh my Superman hit as you say yeah. is when I've been working away lately I've been listening to the Man of Steel soundtrack. That's your pump up song. That's my well, it's my inspirational song? sound. It's just because it's very the, the the music within it is inspiring. Music is fascinating. It like is that. fascinating. Just, like just shifting gears, right? Like my thing, and it's weird, right? And I get it, and it's 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 amazing how. And I've started to get it like a lot with different clients. They'll ask different questions, which ends up being the same kind of, ends up leading to the same thing. Like, you know, already, what's my, you know, let's just see how well you know me. What's my favorite channel on um, Google Google Play? Uh, Smooth FM. 
No, no, when no, you're no, driving? no, not not the, not the uh, not oh. when I'm driving when I'm at work. You got your jazz one. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so he knows me well. Of course he does. <laughs> Come on. So man. I walk in there and I'm like got bags on and this and I go, hey Google. Play coffee table jazz. Yeah. That's my thing, right? Yeah. And everyone that walks in is like, you know, apart from one guy, he was quite funny. Um, he wa- and Everyone walks in and they just go, man, nice track. Yeah. Like, what is it? I thought it's coffee table jazz. And like, it just makes me feel like- Chill. Chill. And yeah. I'm like, I, when I feel chill, I feel like I get in that, like, you know, I get in that real, like- it I don't sets know. the mood. It's good. Like I feel it like I don't know, I'm atmosphere. walking around. I feel like I'm even though it's coffee table jazz and I'm you know, maybe it's the type of music that you play when you're in a coffee like lounge and yeah. I'm not really making coffee and I'm not serving people, but in a sense it puts me in that mood to serve the people. You yeah. know what I mean? And um most people kind of like uh, you know, say certain things like this is the kind of stuff that I'd expect for you to play. Yeah. I'm like, Oh really? I'm like, yeah, it's it suits your personality. Yeah. Um except okay, except for one guy who comes in and he goes Dude, what's with the shit elevator music? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I said, come on, it's not that bad. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not that bad. But um, it, was, it was quite funny. So, not everyone's always going to be on the same wavelength as you, but uh, I'll, yeah. yeah. Have nah. a listen, guys. If you've got a little it's Google Nest, coffee table jazz. Coffee table jazz. It's it was funny. One. We were sitting down because we got these um, we got these new plates and bowls and, and mugs and stuff like that recently. My wife went and bought a new Doesn't set. That make you feel like you're just in a different life? Makes your food taste better all of a sudden. Well, this is the, this is the exact conversation we were having. Yeah. We were talking about it tonight and we were eating like we were having like this real hearty country style type chicken soup with vegetables and stuff oh, like a tonight, right? type thing yeah. yeah it was real and we were saying like oh like when you eat when you eat it out of a bowl because it's like the, the new cups we got the new bowls we got are like it's like a stone where, a, so deep, it's like a, a deep dish oh they got a stone look it's like them. a stone where it's got that real it's got like the paint kind of thing on it to give you the pattern it's, it's kind like of textured as well earthy textury kind yeah, of vibe nice. and we were saying it's funny because it's like the dish that your food gets served in yeah changes the taste of your food yeah. And I think it does so because it changes your state and your emotions, yeah. which therefore affects how you take in what you're getting and yeah. your food uh-huh. and therefore changes the feeling. And it was funny because we went to a restaurant, you know, I had this voucher thing or this gift thing that I got given um, with one of these places I used to work. Um, and we went to a really nice restaurant. We got a voucher to go to a restaurant and we were like, they bought out all these different courses and each course had a different colored designed plate. Okay. Depending on the course. Oh, okay. But when you got one that came out like a nice white, big porcelain type plate, if it was the main, it had a certain vibe to it. But if you got like a dessert on a certain different one or it was maybe more, if it was like more, a more country inspired dish and it was a bit rustic and then yeah. you had... Another one where it was like, well, this is very classy. What is that? It's very different. It was like a matte black type plate, for example. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It creates the different settings it, and it scenes sets, for it what sets you're the about tone. to experience. It sets the tone, the atmosphere. It does, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I don't know how we got into this conversation. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Music. We were talking music, about music. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it does. It certainly creates a certain vibe. And that's why I've been listening to, uh, I've been listening to that. Like Men of Steel. Men of Steel. Yeah. It's that. And then sometimes I listen to... If if I if I need to kind of feel like I need to do a task that's a little bit complex, yeah. I'll go and listen to the A Beautiful Mind okay, soundtrack. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was the one um, about the the mathematician. Okay. Um, so oh I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. You know, yeah. yeah, that one. So um, I'll go and I'll go on with Russell Crowe. He's starting it. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll listen to that if it was like a complex task. But if it's something where I feel like I need to be inspired or I need to lift and uplift, I'll go listen to Man of Steel soundtrack. Man of Steel soundtrack, okay. So that's how I'm getting my kind of hit at the moment. Nice. Awesome, yeah. man. 
<laughs> but uh, I can go and talk about Superman all day long. <laughs> they, they're out there. They'll, someone will. Someone will be out there. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's a beacon somewhere and probably a beacon of light in all of us. And we all just need to kind of <laughs> tune into that light and pay it forward a little bit more somehow. Indeed. But yeah, man, that was, uh, that was on my mind this week. Well, we certainly, we certainly dove into it fairly deeply and uh, hopefully um, people enjoyed the show. Yeah, 100%. Enjoyed the show. You know, episode 53. Uh, if you uh, if you want to give us some feedback, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, a good place to probably reach out quite simply or join a conversation is on Twitter. I'm pretty sure our Twitter handles Journey to Wherever a Podcast at Journey to Wherever Pod Journey to Wherever the Twitter podcast. handle. Yeah, Twitter Journey handle. Wherever I think it's called at Journey to Wherever Podcast. I think the the Twitter handle. I think so. I think Twitter handle is Journey Wherever. Is it? Journey Wherever. Journey Wherever. So Journey to Wherever Podcast is Instagram. Yes. Yes. I don't know what it is. What people can do is go to journey, go to journey, journey to journey to com, com and, and you can, can find, find everything there. else there. Yeah. <laughs> We're all got our social links there. But I'd encourage people to go and join in the conversation. Um, follow us on social. Um, you know, jump in, say hi. If you want to if you want to hear about a certain topic, if you want to pick our brains on a certain thing, if you want to uh, ask us a question or see what our point of view is. It's always an opinion. It's never never a gospel truth. Definitely not. Um, but if you want to, if you want to kind of start a conversation, let us know and we'll uh, chime in and give us give us uh, something to to run a show with for you. And uh, if you're listening to this show and you know of a mini beacon, or you are a mini beacon yourself, yeah, I think we'd like to know who you are and what yeah, you do for sure. Whatever it is. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no uh, prerequisite yeah. per se. So if you're a beacon, mini beacon, reach out. <laughs> no mini shy. beacon, we'll give you a shout out here. Don't be shy. All right, sweet guys, Journey All to River, right. episode fifty three. Have a great week. See you guys. Bye. Bye bye. What do you reckon? <laughs> that was a good show. I feel like... Uh, I feel like it's, it was very bit, like... I feel like I got a little bit of weight off my shoulders, but I feel a bit inspired. It was, it, was more like a, it was more like a debriefing, like... It was like... I wouldn't necessarily call it a, a an uplifting show. I feel a little bit inspired. It was an inspiring show, but it was also outlining the fact that we lack that type of... Person. Yeah, but it also gave or a solution group. to what that could look like. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's why I thought. And it, if people it, know where to start and what to look for, then they can start to aspire to something like that. Well, that's why I'm, that's why I kind of like change the gears as we do in the show. And I said, well, let's let's put the job requisite, the job position the job out position. there, and like kind of like okay, the we're J- talking about why we need someone. The JD on the JTW. <laughs> like we're talking about why we need someone. Well, okay, this person probably think, okay, well, what what, am I, what are these attributes? Like, I need to go to this job interview. Like. Yeah. What is it? So don't thought, wear a suit. <laughs> you don't have to wear trackies, a suit. Trackies, man. Unless it's, gonna, it's just... Unless, it's got to be that fluffy kind. Syndrome, you need to like... Yeah, your, your costume, your outfit is the thing that makes um makes you perform. That's different if, yeah. you, if your suit's that kind of thing. But uh, Not my thing, but it's up to you. A track suit, a hoodie, a robe, you know. I cake, think I'm ready for that um, tea cake now, man. You ready for the tea yeah, cake? Yeah, let's rock this man, one. Go get it. All, All right. right. Have, a, have a good one. Bye. <laughs>